0: Well, on that note, Teague, you ready to be live? Yum, Mike. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Joshua Osborne. This is New Talk Radio. Welcome back to episode 67. Everything's fine. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready. I'm as ready as I will be to do a podcast to you. How about you? Uh, Me too. Okay. 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 (laughs) How do we do this? I feel like I'm a little out of practice.
1: Well, I mean, what have you been playing there, Josh?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, um, I mean, I guess we had, we had a slightly unusual topic list uh, this week because I prepared this thinking that we were going to have very little time to record when in fact we had to postpone our recording. And then now, ironically, again, we don't have very much time to perform. Yeah. the
1: recording. <laughs> well, it's not too pressing.
0: <laughs> no, no. So yeah, we don't have any general discussion this week, although I guess. What we've been playing might end up morphing into that. Um, I, I suppose I kind of have a lot to say on that front, but uh, should I just go ahead? Yeah, might. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I so I've been extremely excited about Dead Island Two. Uh, that came out. Yeah. I mean, since since last time we spoke, a lot of I feel like a lot of things have happened. Dead Island Two came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had. I was about to say. It had excellent for Dead Island reviews. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it had like, it's like, sol- I think it's doing, I haven't checked on Metacritic, but I feel like it has sort of solid seven, seven and a halfs across the board kind of thing.
1: Strikes me pretty high.
0: Pretty high. Well.
1: Well, sorry. Seven and a half being good. Yeah. It, like, as it's a pretty good game. Like, I don't know about the rating being too high or whatever, but, I mean, to me, a 7.5 seems pretty decent. It
0: is pretty decent. It is pretty decent. I mean, you know, at some point in time, we're going to have our discussion about review scores and mm-hmm. how to process them, right? But it's like, I feel like it's all about how to process things, you know? Yeah. like Because, yeah. to me, I process, like, because 7.5 in industry critic terms is, like, how to describe it? It's a, you need to know what you're in for mm-hmm. with 7.5s, you know what I mean? It's like, there's something there, but... You know, you may need to be primed for whatever topic it is, for whatever genre it is to right. actually enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, but yeah, Dead Island 2 came out. Uh, I, I, I think it's very good. I mean, I platinumed Elden Ring. Ooh. You helped substantially with that. Well. I mean, we, so we finally beat Millennia. Mm-hmm. Um, oh,
1: yeah. So you did the Elden Beast. And yep. then you redid it just to fight the Elden Beast? Or did you have to fight it each time?
0: No, you can actually, um, you can fight the, I mean, I'm now trying to, did I beat the Elden Beast by
1: myself? You didn't help with that, right? No. Well we fought her did we, we fought it once. Twice. Well, we fought it a couple of times. I don't think we fought the Ellen Beast at all, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We totally did. So then there's a Because I had to summon you up the staircase. Or you had to summon oh, me yeah. up the staircase. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah. yeah, I guess I must have gotten lucky by myself with a summon afterwards. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you just I mean, I beat it one time and you can just you can save scum. You can you can upload your cloud save right before right after you beat the boss before you get your ending.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah, so I was able to and I mean it's kind of like yeah, I feel, like, slightly bad about if 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 Elden Ring was a little bit less hard, and if Millennia was a little bit less hard, I think I'd actually do it by getting that many playthroughs with my character. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, come on. It's, it goes up to New Game 7, right?
0: But, I mean, the reality of Elden Ring is that since it's, like, a 200-hour game to do everything, it's kind of like... What's not, though? It is for me.
1: Well, I mean, everything, everything. I guess. I mean, you could spend. I did, as, I did everything. You could spend as much time as you want, really searching. You know. Yeah. True. 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 Um, true. You could run through it in like sixty hours, though.
0: I guess. Yeah, but I'm not the kind of guy that cannot. Not explore all every areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like that's fun for me. Like, but I just, you for
1: sure missed bosses. Like thousand percent.
0: I don't know if I did. Well, on, I'm pretty sure you on both sense. of my playthroughs between this one and between. Because my so my first really playthrough to the end where I fought Millennium with you the first time mm-hmm. took 256 hours total, okay, Um, and that was like quote unquote everything as much as I could find, mm-hmm. including like I looked up some bosses that like oh by we'll the way at night. you know mm-hmm. yeah go at night here and I was mm-hmm. like oh yeah cool and then with the second playthrough that I that I actually beat Millennium with you it was 200 hours, I think between the two of them I'm probably fought every boss I can't be I can't be certain but huh? I'd be surprised if I didn't actually you know what I mean. Wow, okay. And on. if it if, if I didn't, it would be only because like I must have missed one at night somewhere. Yeah, Or a, You know. Yeah,
2: I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Although I also surprised myself, like what like after we finished Millennia and stuff with you and, and I had beaten the final boss, for some reason, I went back to the merchant. I think it was just like spending souls that I didn't have anything to do with, and I went back to the merchant at Dragon Barrow and rested at night, and like suddenly No was it a different I went to a merchant somewhere, rested, and one of those crazy invader guys spawned. Mm. You know the what is he called again? You remember the name? It's like It's like um. He says like armor, armor of thorns, oh, like thorns all over the yeah, armor, yeah. like blood-soaked hunter or or blood blood-maddened hunter or something like that. Yeah, okay. like, either way, bell-bearing hunter. Maybe. The bell-bearing
1: is the guy with the thorns and shit. Yeah, yeah bell-bearing hunter. That you fight him like
0: four times. There's a lot of them. Yeah, I think it's yeah. more than four. Yeah, I think I, I I reloaded somewhere on my on the like after we had beaten everything, mm-hmm. just as I was about to do the ending, and I like rested somewhere and suddenly found one of them I was like, okay, holy yeah. shit, I never yeah, did.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of them. There's a lot of those guys. There's a lot of the uh, the birds, the death birds. Uh, yeah, there's death a bird lot birds. Of those yeah, black knights. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Bl- there's
0: uh, knights cavalry.
1: Knights cavalry. There's yeah. a lot of those like wolf men dudes that flip around and shit. Men um,
0: dudes that flip around. It,
1: there's one boss. Radagon. No, 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 wait. Be- like, you know when you get to Radagon, you have to fight the two bosses?
0: It's been a while.
1: Okay, well, like, as you're going in, there's two bosses that come at you at the same time. One of them is, like, a wolf guy, huh. and the other one is, like, a knight or something like that. Yeah,
0: that sounds really familiar, yeah.
1: Yeah, but it, it only happens if you don't do something else first. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those bosses, sure I realized that. on one playthrough, they were there. On another playthrough, they were not. Wow. And I was like, oh, like, so I guess I did something else that... Cancelled them out or something? I, I don't know. There's a lot of that shit though. Like
2: that's where really it's, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all
0: my playthroughs, they've been there.
2: Okay. Well, you
0: know, you know. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, Elden Ring was amazing. Glad to have platinumed that. It's like I it's really an accomplishment. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I spent I had my time with it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like it was I was ready to finally put the put the you know put the put a bow on it and like yep, stick yep. it away in a corner and like okay that's enough. I'll come back to this when I'm like dying for some. Yes. hardcore old school uh, from software
1: right right you know
0: or maybe I'll come back to Bloodborne I don't know I still haven't I've, st- I've still never I got the platinum on Bloodborne but I haven't gotten every trophy because mm. they added trophies in the DLC yeah no that pisses me off doesn't that bug you
1: they did that with Conan too
0: I can't stand that man <laughs> it's
1: like fuck you man that was the only game I ever platinumed <laughs> and then Isla Sipta came out and there was all kinds of new shit and I was like oh fuck go fuck yourself man mm-hmm. and I don't think I have the platinum anymore I think they took it away
2: it's brutal, man. Yeah. It's not cool. No, it makes me just like
1: <laughs> not care about that anymore. Yeah, and I never used to care. I was like, Yo, sure, who the fuck cares about trophies? But um, out of boredom and why not completionist? You know, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, I want that trophy.
0: It only appealed to me in from software games, mm. I, and I think at the same at the same point in time too. It's like, I mean, I do really, really love from software games, and we're going to talk a lot about that today. Um, I got to be honest, I am extremely excited to discuss this Star Trek Wars Six, mm-hmm. um, but. Something about, yeah, I guess my love for the games, and also the first time it happened, I think I realized I was already pretty close. Like, I wasn't, I was like 70% through, hmm. and for fun, I, like, looked them up online, and I'm like, oh, these are actually really not that hard to get, right, right, you know, right. like, mm-hmm. they're not, I don't mean, I mean, Dark Souls game. I'm sorry, from software games have some of, to me, the most reasonable platinums. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Elin Ring Platinum is extremely reasonable. Yo, totally. It's effectively do everything in the game, pretty much, right? Like, I mean, is there anything not that related to that?
1: I in mean, the sense of
0: like find every you hidden don't have boss, to do everything like, in the game like not even yeah. not
1: even close like no
0: but i mean like if you do do everything you're gonna get it naturally kind of thing oh, you know what i mean yeah. like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. but Which there's a hell nice. of a
1: lot of uh, more of it that like you don't need to do to platinum absolutely
0: absolutely but it's really cool because it's like unlike a lot of the of, of the way other companies do platinum do sorry do trophy design mm-hmm. um they don't demand insane things yeah, that their 200, game 200,000 enemies
1: or something you know yeah it's that like... their
0: game isn't even designed to support in some cases mm. it's like they'll ask ridiculous things that like aren't even in the game des- it's like you're yeah, yeah. it's almost like you're doing like not, a sp- not speed running but like you're like trying to like circuit break the game or something it's
1: like chores honestly <sighs> it's like kind of, uh, oh kind of. fucking uh, gather 200,000 of these or whatever it's like why would I do that though you know yeah,
0: I mean it's just like uh, yeah I mean people could I don't know I feel like developers could take a cue from from software because like like, trophy design in general, like, I couldn't be less disappointed when I see a trophy that's like, do 250,000. Like, in Aliens Fire Team, there's one for like, it's probably like, kill a million aliens or something, mm-hmm. you know? Like, And it's like, you do, t- it's like, I probably had like 250,000 or something. Yeah, but you're not going
1: to do it, you know, play four times that amount just to get that trophy.
0: It's just annoying and bad and it's long. tedious. And it's like, any trophy that really just asks you to like, the only obstacle is spending time. Mm-hmm. The only obstacle. It's bullshit. No skill required. It's like, you will, you will definitely get there if you just do it long enough. It's just kind of like, whatever, guys. I mean, is really? that really an accomplishment? You know what I mean? Like, no. Cause they can be cool, you know? Like, and like, as an example, in the Demon's Souls remake, um, we're already getting way off topic. In the Demon's Souls remake, one of the trophies, uh, and they redesigned the trophies for, for the remake, right? Like, some of them are the same as the original. Some of them are new. Mm-hmm. And they have one, or actually, I'm not, I say that now, but I'm not actually positive about that. Um, it might be the same and I just never checked the first time, but like one of the trophies is there's one section where this crazy Iron Maiden is like, there's like a death hallway where like she, like the Iron Maiden will, um, will shoot out like all these arrows that will like insta-kill you and you kind of have to figure out the timing of it and like sort of really carefully manage to get through. It's like this one segment mm. in like a really trap-laden area in Demon Souls, right? And the trophy is like dodge roll your way through all the Iron Maiden's bullets
2: okay. and it's really
0: skill-based it's mm-hmm. like you have to get good at dodging mm-hmm. right and it's like and if you do that it doesn't take a lot of time but it requires really good timing and like right, right. It, it, it really is kind of an accomplishment in a sense you know mm-hmm. it's like you didn't just try it five it's like it's not die of the iron maiden 500 times it's like right, right. just do this one thing that's really difficult you know like yeah. so i kind of dig trophies like that because they they just demand something of you, and it's kind of like i see that the the sort of the way in which, tro- I mean, I, th- I kind of think trophies are stupid also, mm-hmm. but I, the way in which trophies could not be stupid is like when they also like, they invite you to explore the game in a way that's, that the developer finds interesting, mm-hmm. perhaps. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. like suggest things that you just wouldn't have thought of otherwise, like, uh, mm-hmm. Or maybe even in some cases, like give you a tip on how to play the game that you wouldn't have thought of if there wasn't a trophy for it. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? And like that's
1: cool. Like because climb the highest peak. It's like what? Yeah, like, yeah. That's kind of neat. Yeah, I got to look for the highest peak now. You know?
0: Or like you know, even a trophy as simple as like I'm 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 pulling this out of my ass. Like I, I there may well be a trophy like this, but I can't remember. Say for say for example in Dead Island Two. So now there's there's actually challenges in Dead Island Two where it's like um they're in game challenge things and you just get like small rewards if you like it's sim- it's kind of like the trophies you're talking about the annoying ones where it's like name a 500 limbs name a 1000 limbs mm-hmm. but you get like the first ones really easy and then you just get in stacking stacking modifiers it just gives you some cash in certain cases it gives you like a little bit of health up kind of thing okay. and it's kind of cool you also you accomplish most of them sort of naturally by just playing yeah, the game yeah. and like but uh, one of the neat things about that is like you could totally see a trophy like that where it's like if a trophy reads you know kill 20 zombies with other zombies Hmm. right like because that you know it it sort of like tells you a way in which you can play the game that you might not have thought of otherwise right right like, for example, you know, hitting pipe bomb. Like, sometimes there's, like, zombies that have, like, uh, pipe bombs on them. Like, they're, like, a SWAT team. Okay. You know, they've got a bunch of grenades on them or something. And it's, like, if you hit them, the grenades will explode and then can kill other zombies. Right, right. And if you're trying to get that trophy or challenge in this case, you could, you know, you, there's, like, a consumable that's, like, a rotted flesh. So you can toss a rotted flesh. The zombies will be attracted to it. And sure. then then you hit the grenade and then they hmm. explode. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, sounds good. Yeah, so it's just, like, that's another way that, like, trophies can kind of be fun. Is that it's, like, shows you, you know ways to play the game you might not have thought of otherwise. You know? mm-hmm. but, um, anyways, we're getting off topic. Uh, Elden Ring is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, Platinum Elden Ring. I played a little bit of Returnal 2. Uh, Returnal, sorry, Returnal 1. I Returnal, mean, Returnal as well. <laughs> Returnal as well. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, and man, Returnal, basically, when I was, when I had platinumed would uh, Elden Ring and was waiting for Dead Island, I was looking for something, something to jump into and I was like, okay, I'll try a little bit of Returnal, which is, and it really is the perfect game for that because it's very like pick up, put down, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, it is extremely cool but like I was I had so many it's really funny because like some people talk about like throwing controller across the room moments with From Software games. Mm-hmm. I used to get those a long time ago. Like now that I have much so much experience with them as a developer, it I understand the kind of games they make so well that I never get those moments anymore. Right. right. Once in a blue moon maybe, but like I'm not just like rage quitting all the time, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh,
1: I honestly don't recall ever throwing a controller.
0: I've never literally. I, I, once or twice, I've been tempted. Hmm. Once or twice, I've been like, I understand how these people feel who throw mm-hmm. controllers. You know, didn't actually do it, but listen, they're too expensive, <laughs> right? I like, mean, really, fuck, man. Like yeah. I'm not yeah. smashing
1: my TV because <laughs> a fucking uh, the other team win scores, or you know, I'm watching a fight and somebody I don't want wins, so, so I'm gonna break my fucking TV. Like, no, man. I
0: I do consider it kind of like a almost like a rite of passage or something. If a developer is able to make you get that frustrated, it's almost like. To me, it's like something special, but I—I'm I, a hardcore game player, and I don't get frustrated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: I put that more on the people. Like, you got fucking no control. <laughs> if you're gonna Fair. spaz that much, like, fuck you must have been easy as hell to get bullied in fucking high school you know like uh i got
0: bullied all the time in high school and i'm not i'm not no no but what i mean is like
1: one of the main things that they focus on is people that overreact right yeah to the small things so it's like those people tend to get bullied more because they freak out over nothing right and like
0: have you ever seen the uh what does the guy call him in the video though (laughs) the bowl cut Um Dark Souls character Rage Quit videos. No. No? I should show you one of those one time. I've seen a lot of Rage rage Quits.
2: I've (laughs) seen
1: a lot of Rage Quits where they just uninstall the game and shit, you know? But like Well, this
0: was like a joke one mm. where it's the guy playing Dark Souls and it's just like how ridiculous is Dark Souls and he's screaming at the game constantly. Mm. It's really, really funny. Okay. It's just called Rage Quit, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like clearly like a comedy video for somebody. But anyways. Um where was I going with this? Yeah, so Returnal. Oh man, it's like, it's a really, really fun game with really good mechanics, but like, I had so many, like, throw the controller across the room moments, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, sometimes, like, just like I'll jump, like dodging an enemy and like fall down a chasm and lose a ton of life, and it's like, you don't just lose a bit of life, I feel like you lose like a quarter of your life, and it's like, the game is so fucking rough, Mm. and man, it's just... And when you get to, I mean, obviously I hadn't played in a long time, and I think the game is really good. So just to be clear, like, this is not at all a criticism of the game, but, like, I started again on... And once you get to, like, level five, there's, like, something like six levels in the game. Or once you get to level four for the first time, you then permanently skip the first three. Hmm. Like, once you hit a point, it's like, okay, that's now, like, act two, kind of. Right. And, right. and now you just do from there to the end every time. Hmm. Which is cool, but it's so hard once you get to that point that, like... I mean, I could. I have died like I would need to count on probably two hands the amount of times I've actually died in like the first room. I think, <laughs> and I'm like I'm not shitting you. And like the run ends in like ten minutes. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's vicious, mm. and like I'm not that bad at the game. Like I'm bad at it, but I'm not that bad at it. You know what I mean? Right? Like like I'm a, I'm a, I'm acclimated to like Twitch-based shooters and stuff. Right. Like, right. Right. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not like a pro or anything, but I'm not terrible either. Anyways, like so that that game is just like. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous, man. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, uh, but it was it was still fun. And like, the only thing that annoys me about Returnal is that you can't, when you do co-op with your buddies, like, you can't unlock weapon perks, hmm. which you need to do via just using the weapon. So I think it's honestly a bug in the... I mean, I can't prove it, but like, it's... A lot of people talk about it on the message boards as like, we assume this is a bug, you know, kind hmm. of thing. Just because it's, it's really weird that... It's kind of like the message to you when you play co-op is like, if you primarily enjoy this game co-op, which I would say maybe I do, it's like, it's almost like, don't spend too much time doing co-op, like, spend a lot of single player time unlocking the perks hmm. so that you can enjoy them in co-op, which is just a really, really weird way of going about the game. Yeah. Like, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't be able to unlock perks in, in co-op mode, you know? But, yeah, that's uh, kind of dumb. It's weird, yeah, it, It's and it's like, I initially I was trying to give them better for the doubt with it, but... Honestly, like, after playing for a while, I just can't see any reason why yeah. it would make sense kind of thing, you know? So, anyways, um, but that was fun, uh, and I, I do really like the game, and I would like to play more. It's just so fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, so besides that, Dead Island 2, um, I won't go too far into it, just because we're going to do probably a long-form episode about Dead Island
1: 2 and Dying Light, maybe, mm-hmm. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. coming up soon. And I also, you know... Uh, I need a little bit more time with it before we can do yeah, sort of like sure. a, a, a careful dissection.
1: How many hours in are you?
0: Um, not bad. I oh man, I wish I had checked my oh, uh, ballpark because it says on the I want to say ten hours. Okay, so fifteen maybe. Pretty early. Yeah, pretty early. But I'm going really slowly. Hmm. Um, like I'm not. I'm exploring really carefully. Uh, I'm checking every you know, like when I go in a house, I'm like looting everything carefully and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like man, I've seen a lot of people complain about um, because in Atomic Heart, I don't know if you heard about this, but like. A lot of the reviewers were saying in the reviews for Atomic Heart that we're glad that they improved on the sort of looting mechanics. You know how you need to like walk up to things and click loot all the time? Mm -hmm. Well, in Atomic Heart, you have like a, some sort of special power where he just goes like, he goes like this and you just funnel everything into you. Hmm. So everything in the room, like you just kind of hold up your hand and everything in the room gets like sucked into your inventory. Okay. And they're like, that's really great. It cuts down on the amount of time I have to click on things. And I'm like, I totally hear that. And some people said that about Dead Island 2. I read that on some, like, uh you know, comments in a lot of uh, reviews. Mm-hmm. I think even in actual reviews themselves, I read a lot of reviews for, <laughs> for Dead Island 2. Um, but, um yeah, people were complaining about how, like, you know, you need to click on things individually in Dead Island 2. And I got to be honest, I love that about the game. Mm-hmm. And I think it's completely appropriate. And, like, I don't know, because it, it feels like... It feels like it's important for the experience because it feels like you're scavenging a place. Yeah. Looking makes sense. for parts, trying to survive. Makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like some people don't get that. And I'm tempted to say it's, it's just, you know, maybe people like that are just sort of don't get Dead Island. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in the same way, cause it's like Dead Island for me, Dead Island 2 is a story of like, when I read the reviews, the reviews I resonate the most with when I read all of them on the day that it came out. And what made me pre-order the game was the reviews that are like, "Dead Island Two is 100% a true spiritual sequel to Dead Island Island One, and has all the same bad things about Dead Island One, and all the same good things." Well, you know what I mean? I like Dead
1: Island One, so that's a good sign.
0: It's a really good sign. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and I think that most of the negative reviews I read about Dead Island Two are kind of like. Sort of just expecting it to be something it's not. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, they complain about, like, you know, not having good mechanics for XYZ or, like, not innovating on XYZ. And it's like, yeah, that's true, but, like, that's also how it was in the first game. And, like, I don't know. I mean, it's like... What appeals to me, what What makes Dead Island 2 appeal to me is the fact that it's so... I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's just... It's got a little bit of an old-school design philosophy, I guess. Okay,
2: okay. And I kind
0: of appreciate that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, uh, anyways, so the the game is... I think it's great. Um, like, I was telling my friends recently, it's, like, it's kind of a, like, I feel like it's a 7.5 on 10 video game and a 10 on 10 Dead Island game. Okay. You know what I mean? I get you. When I first saw the reviews, after reading, like, three of them, I was, like, I'm pre-ordering this game now. Um, and when I got it, the first hour I played with the game was, like, pure joy. (laughs) It was pure, like, this is exactly Dead Island.
2: Oh, that's great.
0: You know what I mean? It's fucking fantastic. And... I gotta be honest, man, and a lot, I feel like a lot of people are underestimating the the value slash import, importance of this. The fact that Dan Buster Studios was able to do that to just make another dead island perfectly and like completely accurately capture every single aspect of that game that made it what it is and just, you know, bring that into a modern light, like iterate on it. It's impressive. It's insanely impressive for such a fucking tortured development cycle. Like, I mean, Danbuster Studios took over the game after, I think, two previous developers. <laughs> and, like, they had a lot of fucking pressure because, like, you know, the amount of... I mean, people had been sort of shitting on the development cycle of the game for such a long time. And so, like, to be able to bring that into fruition by a team that's diff- completely different from Techland, who was the first guys who did it... To correctly understand exactly all the elements that make the that uh, that are responsible for why people like it, the ones who do because it's a niche game and I think it always will be a niche game. Yeah, niche-ish at least, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just insanely impressed that they were able to correctly identify all the right ingredients of Dead Island, and just do the same thing in a different setting with a different story.
1: Well, that's pretty impressive.
0: It's really cool, man. It's really cool, and it's like the story is still like it's very sort of um. I've been thinking a lot about also why I like Dead Island versus Dying Light, and like I said, we'll get more into this in, the, in our episode about it, but I think that a lot of it has to do with there's a grassroots feeling to Dead Island that I didn't have in Dying Light. Right. But does that make sense?
1: Yeah, well, was Dead Island, you played it first? I did, yeah. yeah me too. Um, mm. I think it was first, right? Mm-hmm. Uh So...
0: Yeah, not by that... M- yeah, no, it was probably like a two or three years before. I feel like a
1: little bit anyway, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Uh... I fell in love with it. You know, that yeah. was the first game with fucking uh, looting and crafting, I think, that I got into. That's
0: a really good point. Yeah. I don't think it... I
1: ever played a game that had a crafting system that I paid attention to. It is one of gave the earlier ones. get shit about. Yeah. Um, and this was like, dude, I want my sword to be on fire. <laughs> um, like, so wait, wait, wait. What do I need? Because I'm going to go find it. Um, so, in terms of grassroots, like, yo. I hear you. Like, that yeah. was the OG to yeah. me, anyway. Yeah. But um, but I still prefer Dying... I feel like Dying Light just built on what they did amazing. Or what Dying... Sorry. Dying Light built on what Dead Island did almost perfectly. Mm. You know, they just added the verticality to it. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much, right? Yeah. Which, to me, was, like, fucking amazing, you know? But I still preferred Dead Island over Dying Light, the first one. Mm-hmm. I don't know about... Um, this Dead Island, but, like, I really liked Dying Light 2. Mm. So, I don't know.
0: Dude, if you really, I mean, if you really liked the first Dead Island...
1: I did, man. I went crazy on it.
0: The idea of playing a game that's like that mm-hmm. uh, today...
1: I don't know if I do, though, anymore. Like, again, this is before... It has op i ever did any crafting, anything like it, you know? Yeah. So... And I'm kind of tired of zombies, honestly.
0: That's fair, man. I'm super not, but I also didn't play Dying Light 2. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I
1: I got my fill of it within the past two years, you know? A year and a half, whatever.
0: Although I I really did play a lot of Dying Light 1, and it wasn't that... it wasn't that much before Dying Light 2 came out. So like I'd had, oh, okay. Okay. I kind
1: of had... Okay. I had
0: sort of had a, a pretty big fix of that mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. I, and I really liked Dying Light 1. I mean, it didn't hit for me in the same ways that the story did for Dead Island. Mm-hmm. Um, but the world was really fun.
1: Oh, and the night, really fun. The night creature. It was scary. Yeah, It, it was, was much scary more... in a way that D- Dead Island wasn't. No. D- Dead Island, to me, felt more... I don't know, lighthearted, a little goofier. Sure. Um, it is
0: very, yeah, it's very lighthearted.
1: Yeah. Dying Light seemed like it took itself more serious. Yeah. But, you know, missed the mark with the voice acting and a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. But it truly fucking terrified me. Okay. You know, when the sun went down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, God damn it, man. That shit was scary. They're really um, different
0: games, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, so, when the sun goes
0: down in Dead Island also, it's really scary, but not in the same way that it is in night 2. Right, 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 like, It's more scary just because of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Not so much, like, there's actual crazy new Crazy threats, motherfuckers you know. that
1: you don't stand a chance against. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, uh, I mean, I'm thinking more of the first one. Um, right. The first Dying Light was, like proper terrifying yeah right it that, really was like fuck and the second one was too like it had points where you just had to run yeah, yeah. like just run yeah. and you're being chased and you hear this shit shouting behind you and you're like god damn it man <laughs> yo fuck you have to like traverse some stuff fucking make jumps and like oh man it was scary as fuck yeah so i dug it but again i, th- I feel like i got my fill of zombies fair and- fair Maybe someday when this is on sale, I'll pick it up. But...
0: Well, listen, I mean, we'll we'll break it down next time when we do our special episode, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, currently. Um, I mean, I can say that my buddy Sheldon just got the game for apparently his birthday too. He must have a birthday that's like one or two days away from mine. And I'm like, that's crazy. I just got it for my birthday also, basically. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Sheldon just got the game and I will probably try co-op with him. And I would, I really can't, I kind of can't wait to see if that feels good. But currently I'm feeling like co-op looks like a great idea to play. Mm. I mean, I've just logged a lot of hours in the main story. I got like, I want to say, I think I'm like halfway through the main story. But even though you're halfway through the main story, it's like... There's There's a lot of side... I haven't touched, uh, like, barely touched any side quests, you know what I mean? Like, I already have, like... Like, I think there's, like, the same amount or twice as much of, like, side quest content, if you feel like it. Right. It's pretty neat. And, like, also, there's tons of areas in the game where it's, like, you don't have a thing for... Like, there'll be a lockbox that says, like, you need Coach Coach Dan's key. Like, Mm -hmm. Coach... Like, like Tennis Ball Coach Dan's key kind of thing. And once you find that, um, they haven't necessarily spawned yet, but, like... Coach Dan will be around there. He'll be, like, a name zombie. Right, 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 right. You know? But usually at that point in the game, they either haven't even spawned yet because you haven't advanced the story far enough or they have, like, skulls on them because they're, yeah, like, they're seven levels higher than mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I tried fighting one of them once and, like, it kills you in one shot. Well, yeah. Thing, you know, it's, like, completely impossible. hmm But, like, there's a lot of cool shit like that where there's tons of those containers where, in most cases, I haven't even seen the enemy that's like, has the keys or something. Right. You know what I mean, like... So there's really a lot of, like, um, just cool shit around that you can like take your time sort of like co- and a lot of like come back to later see if you can find mm-hmm. almost like a puzzle a little bit like okay. Okay. because also like you know coach Dan the tennis coach he's gonna be close to the tennis court you know what I mean yeah like so it's like
2: that would make sense
0: It's re- but it's really cool how it's intuitive like that where everyone would be mm-hmm. like if you think about it you can probably figure out you know although the game never tells you where they are it never puts a mark or anything you know right. I mean? right it's really interesting but um so I mean yeah I mean I can't If you do end up getting it, if you if you feel like it, of course, like, and, I mean, I would be happy to play co-op, it looks fun. Hmm. I mean, I haven't tried it, but it looks like it would be fun to play co-op. Okay. Um, Especially once you get your feet wet in the main story for a bit, you unlock some abilities, it's like, now I feel like, oh, I've got, like, a lot of skill cards to play with, like, I can actually have different builds, kind of. Right. To a point, you know, and it's like, and I just got guns, which was super exciting. Like, and it's kind of like, it's funny, too, because I was... I was tiring a little bit on the melee combat melee? Yeah. Um, and then right when I was getting a little bit tired they introduced guns and I was like, this is why I like this over Dying Light. Mm-hmm. is because it feels right to have guns in a zombie game even if I'm not going to use them that much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I have been using them a fair bit and they're really fun. Uh, I mean, it's janky and they're like a little wonky but... They're still really fun. You know. Oh, cool! But uh, anyways, so all that to say, like, it does look like it'd be fun to fuck around with with uh, with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can try different stuff now. I can like do different builds and like, right. Right. and I would just be playing with the. It'd be a cool excuse to just play with the combat. Mm-hmm. You know, and sort of like, cause it's actually there's like no penalties. There's more or less no penalties for dying, but the game is not easy. Hmm. You know, like you get overwhelmed very easily. You can die very easily. Hmm. Um, I mean, I guess I maybe took a character that's a little bit weaker than the others. Like, physically, you know? He's, like, the rogue character. Okay. Bruno, he's, like... He has, like, a backstab ability where if you attack a zombie from behind, you get a big bonus to damage. So mm-hmm. he's kind of, like, the sneaky sort of guy. Right, right, you know? right. So, like, I'm not tough, you know? But uh, the game is not... I would not describe it as easy. Hmm. Um, Like, if you fuck up in a fight... Like, if you don't have medkits and you fuck up in a fight with, like, five zombies, like, it's over. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, really, Whoa. really
1: fast. Makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I was, like, very, very pleased to see that because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this difficulty is, like... Totally fine. Like, mm-hmm. it's like sometimes fights go really well, and sometimes it's a fucking clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. It's also a lot of resource management in, like, sort of like true survival horror fashion, because it's like in a lot of cases, I have one or two medkits, and I'm like, I don't want to use this. If I use it now, then I'll be respawning with no medkits, and then it's going to be that much harder to even get through the fight. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, do I even use one? Because mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I can't go back to a workbench to craft them, and no one's dropped them, so it's like, I don't know, anyways, but, uh, I'm no, having fun, cool. with, fun with it. Ah, so. oh, good, good. That's all I'll say for now, but, uh, so far, I am just kind of fucking loving the game. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, moving on to the news. Mm-hmm. On to number one. Uh, this just came in. Uh, this, this was actually, this was, if you can believe it, this was going to be a new segment about Armored Core that now has to be modified because a new, new segment about Armored Core has come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so previously this was going, to, this was going to be uh, Tom Henderson. Is it Tom? I always think of you when I, when I read this. Tom Henderson from Insider Gaming. Uh, saying, sources say Armored Core 6 to release August 2023. This is relatively famous industry insider Tom Henderson. We've talked about him before. Mm -hmm. And he's usually been right, right? Yeah, it's on insidergaming.com. So that was the headline predicting that the game was going to come out August 25th. And that article itself came out April 24th. So this is three days ago. And he appears to have correctly predicted that the game is going to be released exactly on August 25th. So, I mean, this is kind of cool because like we have just, I mean, I guess... Yeah, before I get too ahead of myself here, the other headline that just happened today was that Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon finally has an official gameplay reveal and release date trailer. Just came out today. I saw this on IGN, but I believe it's everywhere. And yeah, so I mean, they just announced the release date is the 25th. This is only the second trailer we've had for Armored Core 6. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, I fucking love From Software's style. Like, they're just like, okay, Armored Core 6 is officially happening... You have a cinematic trailer of, like, 45 seconds, Mm -hmm. you know? And then dead silence for, like, I mean, what was it, like, four to six months? A while. I think it was Summer... Was it uh, Video Game Awards? Maybe. I think it was VGA's last year. Yeah, VGA's 2022. Sounds about right. Uh, And then silence for a really long time. and And absolutely nothing said whatsoever after that fact. And then finally, just, like, out of nowhere boom, trailer, release date, gameplay, Mm -hmm. you know, here's an interview, you can have an interview, you can have an interview.
1: I think they're probably, like, one of the best companies. They're amazing, man. Like, I don't know. I'm in love.
0: And, I mean, this release date announcement came only four months before the game's releasing. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, can it be done better? I don't think so. I don't think it can. Like, and they consistently do, I mean, this is, like, pretty much the exact same thing that happened with Elden Ring. Like, it was really small announcement no game, pretty much no gameplay, nothing for like ages. There was that, remember that leaked footage of the guy on the horse mm-hmm. that turned out to be real after mm-hmm. the fact I believe? Although I'd love to go back and look at that now. Yep. Yep. I think that was real after it the was, fact. It was. I'm yeah, pretty I mean, sure. Yeah, there was nothing and then finally it was like, boom, it's releasing in like three months or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but I, I just, I mean, I can't get enough of their style. So anyways, to come back to Tom Henderson with Insider Gaming, I'm happy to see that he was right, because this lends credence to, like, a lot of other stuff we've talked about that comes out of his uh, mm-hmm. his blog. Like, he was the one that uh, talked about the discless PS5 version. Right, right. That we, correct me if I'm wrong, but we still do not have, right? That, that's mm. never been officially announced.
1: I think it was officially announced, but... Was it? Oh, was well, now it I don't even know anymore. It, it wasn't discless. It was the attached disk drive. No? That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The diskless. Yeah, like an, came a a long time ago. Sorry,
0: you're absolutely right. You're up. Yeah, a remodel mm-hmm. that doesn't have it but then has an attachment for the disk.
1: I could be wrong, but I feel like I saw an article about that. Uh, that had a date on it, maybe two months ago or something, but I could be wrong. Anyway, doesn't I don't, really matter.
0: I don't think it was officially announced, but it makes me feel a lot better about talking about this guy in the past. This is also not—I believe we we discussed uh, the Insider Gaming blog like recently, also for something. Hmm. It's escaping me at the moment what it was, but like it's not the first time we reference him. And I read before that he was extremely reliable, and it, it's it's cool because this article came out three days before the actual official announcement happened, mm-hmm. and. Complete and predicted the exact same release date yep, as this yep. one. So, I mean, it seems like whatever Tom Henderson's Insider Gaming sources are, they do seem to be very accurate. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's cool because it sort of legitimizes, um, the stuff that appears on the site a lot in terms of like news, n- being newsworthy, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, anyways, so we were about to talk about the leak from Insider Gaming, but since it just dropped today, the actual trailer is here. We know the release date, August 25th. Um, I mean, there's what else can I say? There's an, there's an article on IGN where, where they have an exclusive interview with producer, from software producer Yasunori Oguro. Um, so IGN has an exclusive with him where he discusses story, combat, setting details. I also feel like more importantly, I mean, to me, the most important thing from that was the multiplayer, mm. which is, and I find it funny that the IGN doesn't, note that in the summary it's like to me story combat setting are like the least important things yep. it's kind of like setting it's like a bunch of like armored core nonsense where it's like some moon blah 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 people spite i don't know it's just yeah, like
1: who cares fuck.
0: it's so not i mean to me not relevant it's like that's the kind of stuff that i want to get into it's like let me like let see... me
1: play the game and find this out through playing it
0: Yeah, let me find it out through, it's like, show don't tell, kind of. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care for some, like, long-winded explanation of, like, what the fires of Rubicon mean. Like, I couldn't give less of a shit, you know? No, I'd
1: like to find out through playing.
0: Exactly, exactly. So IGN says, uh, that in their interview, they talk about story, combat, and setting. But most interestingly, they also talk about multiplayer, which they probably should have put in that title. I'm surprised they didn't because multiplayer, everybody loves multiplayer. That that kind of shit always gets lots of traction. I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, but yeah, I mean, the exclusive interview is kind of cool. I didn't learn too much that I didn't know already. It's to me it was mostly just sort of like um Armored Core is so great interview Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like there wasn't a lot of like new stuff added. No. He did say about the multiplayer at the end. I mean I guess well before we get into that, what do you think about the actual trailer itself? Like, like the, the gameplay trailer, it's like three minutes or something, I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty dope.
0: First time we've seen gameplay for AC6. Yeah. And I
1: don't know. It looks pretty dope. Right? looks pretty, pretty, pretty dope.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can tell you my, my gaming group on our, on our Rico's Refnex, uh, uh, it was like the Aliens Fire Team group, mm. right? Like they're, they're pretty stoked. They seem both pretty into it, which is awesome. I thought it looked pretty amazing. I mean, it looks, I mean, to, I kind of, I wasn't surprised, I guess, because I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what a modern armor core should probably look like, you know, mm-hmm. which is that, you know, it's nice to see that it's exactly what you would think it would be. Yep. And I guess for me, the only thing that I was a little, not concerned by, but like just sort of wondering to myself, like, what does that mean? Is the fact that they never really show like full HUD or anything in the, yeah. you know, it never really looks like true gameplay And that's not necessarily a bad thing because I think from software style is to do mostly evocative trailers. Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel like it's not a knock against the trailer. I just wonder in my head, I'm like, I wonder what the actual... Because they made it seem so action heavy, Mm. you know, that it kind of makes me wonder, I'm like, are all the simulation aspects there? You know, like, because I mean, there aren't that many simulation aspects, but like the game does have like, you know, careful ammo management, careful, like, you know, you got all these different weapons you can access. Like, it has a lot, I mean the mech customization itself is like kind of like MechWarrior the game you know what I mean like, yeah. where you can like sit in the menu for like hours like, I did yeah exactly the original armor I went, yeah. nuts on that shit me too man I spent hours like making my fucking mech it's like the Dude. most the most fun of those games yep. you know? yep. Yep. Um, Definitely. yeah anyways so I mean I'm kind of curious to see what that stuff will be like but I thought the gameplay looked really awesome
1: it did and, um, it did
0: and it's like they're going like uh, they're. I feel like they're almost going Metal Gear more than they used to in the sense of like just you know it seems like a lot of, like, cinematic sort of... Not cinematic. Oh, what's the word? A lot of set-piece battles. You know, okay. where it's, like, some crazy giant worm comes out of the ground, and, like, what the fuck is that? It's maybe a boss. I don't know. Some crazy boss with, like, doing weird shit. It's, like, a lot of sort of, you know, just very not normal levels stuff. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, maybe they're showing the only three bosses of the game. I have no idea. But it's like, that really made me think from watching that. I'm like, wow, this is maybe actually not quite the same Armored Core game that we used to get. It,
1: they're really good at sparking your interest. Yeah. You know, making yeah. you curious. And yeah. And like, fuck, I'm curious.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. And, I mean, one of the really interesting things I did get from the interview... One of the really interesting things I did get from the interview with, with Yasunori is... um or Gurasan? Is that what I should
1: say? I have no idea, dude.
0: I can't. I, I don't know the Japanese honorifics. That uh... just say his full name. <laughs> <laughs> Yasunori Ogura. the producer. The producer. <laughs> I mean, what I really got from the producer that I did think was kind of cool was in, w- in one segment he does talk about how they want. And i got to be honest, the IGN interviewer was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, he was not annoying, and he asked very good questions that like encouraged the guy to sort of like expound on things or talk about interesting things. I was impressed with the, with the interviewer. He talks about how he wants players to approach the game. Hmm. From, from a gameplay perspective, you know, okay. like the, uh-huh. the producer... And what they're thinking of in terms of, like, you know, we want players to, to, like, we want to encourage players through yada 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 to, like, explore with all these different kinds of guns and, like, to really try. And what we're most excited about seeing players do once the game comes out is, like, seeing them work with all these different kinds of weapons, combining things in unusual ways, creating different mechs, like, trying this thing with this thing, and, like, what are all the different combinations I can do? And the fact that they have that sort of, like, really at the top of their heads, at the top of their minds as they're producing this, I feel like bodes well for the type of gameplay that there will be there. You yep, know? yep. I mean, just because, like, the gameplay itself, I mean, it looked like a, like a Michael Bay movie, kind of, but... You know, you don't know what's actually going on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. right? It's like, so I feel like with the way he was talking about that, that I'm like, wow, there, I mean, yeah, there does sound like there really is this, you know, the standard level of weapon customization you'd expect from an Armored Core game, which mm-hmm. is fantastic, you know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah, you know, in terms of the multiplayer itself, he finally asked him point blank at the end of the interview, you know, what about the multiplayer? A lot of people are asking about this, which I appreciated. And, um, the answer was interesting. I'm, I'm not going to get this dead on, but it was something along, along the lines of, yeah, first he said that Armored Core 5 was the was the truly multiplayer-focused Armored Core game, right? And that's the game right before this. Mm-hmm. So for this one, um, we definitely want to focus on the single-player experience. And what we're aiming for first is making the single-player experience really, really, really good. That said, we also know that people love to play online in Armored Core. And we have included, uh, I believe they called it a PvP uh, battle mode. Mm. So there definitely is a PvP battle mode. And then they said, which is really interesting that they explicitly do not say Mm co-op or something like that. But then he also says after, and we're excited to share more multiplayer details soon. Okay. It's a really interesting choice of words, you know?
1: Could be a game mode, you know? Some like, uh, it could be all kinds of stuff.
0: I don't know what to make of it. I mean, it's like my, you know,
1: (sighs) a lack of co op could be a problem, though, you know.
0: I don't think it is. I think, but for me, no, you're 100%. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be for me, although I would be very sad
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because I wouldn't really want a PvP in this game, Mm. you know.
0: I'd, I'd, I'd I'd fuck with it, I'd try it, Mm. you know, like that could be fun to just like try a build if you get
1: like crazy on it and stuff, but I just imagine, like people that have been playing them all and know a hell of a lot more than me and just, like, getting strength constantly. Yeah. You know, it's a little too complicated to get into the PvP part for me right now. Yeah. Like, eventually, that'd be neat to have, like, uh, you know, battles. uh, Well, like, also,
0: you know, what's unclear, too, is, like, you know, can we fight together against enemies. I mean, against players. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, also, if we could just, like, join together on a team to fight against another team of people, maybe that could be fun. That could be cool, yeah. You know, like, or some sort of, like, you know, in Hunt Showdown where it's, like, two-on-two, three-on-three. Could be
1: a battle royale. Could be a fucking capture-the-flag sort of shit. Could be all kinds kinds of stuff, dude. Yeah. Could be... Endless. But, like,
0: if we could play together against other players... It could still be fun. I mean, yes, it's not as good as having co-op and PvP, but it's something, Mm -hmm. right? And, I I mean, where I'm coming from here is, like, okay, first of all, I do think the best way to do a new Armored Core is to go all the way back to the first one. (laughs) All the way back to Armored Core 1. That is the game that is the truly amazing... I mean, from what I've seen in the series, and albeit I don't have experience with all of them, but I do have experience with about... Well, I was going to say 50%. It's probably more like 30% of them because there's really a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've probably played like four, four or five uh, different armor cores. You know what I mean? Not very much, right? Mm -hmm. I only played the first one extensively, but I I definitely played the other ones enough to be like, have a feel for the games. Mm -hmm. Um, And to me, the first one is still the, the, it's the good one. For sure. You know? Um, So I think, I think, I feel like it makes sense to go back to what made the first one successful. And maybe that's where their head's at, too, when they're saying, like, we're focusing on single player because we want to make that part really, really good. Because the story in Armored Core 1, I I really enjoyed. Like, it was all this, like, rival corporation shit. And, like, you know, you you could, like, you had to choose who you worked for. And, like, that would cut off certain quests, would, like, award you with things and make you fight people that you wouldn't fight otherwise. It was really interesting. And that was awesome. So it's like, I won't be disappointed if they don't have co-op. It's more like I just feel, like, in today's market... They're missing. Yeah, in today's market, especially coming off Elden Ring, that I know Elden Ring doesn't have like the covenant system of the other games, and like could have more, could have more fleshed out multiplayer. Who knows? Could get more fleshed out multiplayer, but at least they have multiplayer throughout the entire thing, mm-hmm. in both PVP and and, and co-op right? PVE. Yeah. Um, well,
1: there is no real PVE without the possibility of PVP. Exactly, which is such
0: a I mean. That's part of the thing is that, like, that's such an innovative and incredible way to handle your multiplayer. Mm-hmm. They're, they're some of the kings of multiplayer, even though multiplayer has so little space in their game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't know. I mean.
1: It's basically you could play, you could invade other people's games as long as you want. Yeah. It's yeah. endless. You could constantly be trying out new builds. It's so cool, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean like the way that you just will just get invaded naturally and all the time when you play with your friends is like it's fucking perfect mm-hmm. it's it's perfect It's it, it keeps the experience never stale Yep. it's always interesting it's always engaging anyway so all that to say that was long winded but I do really feel like it's going to be a missed opportunity with Armored Core 6 they don't, they don't incorporate do something al- just a tiny bit more robust than just plain pvp deathmatch mm-hmm. you know yeah, what I
1: mean? yeah no no that's it i i mean it'd be cool whatever i mean we'll see what they do honestly. yeah honestly yeah i don't
0: know like i mean in terms of like when i'm talking to you specifically i mean of course i want there to be co-op because i would like to play with you mm-hmm. right when i'm talking about the game specifically i do not at all feel it needs co-op no i really 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 want it to have co-op
1: but it's not like essential to its fucking survival at all
0: it's not core to its dna no core um but at the same time it, I think it would be a lot more successful if they can do that. Yeah, and it's I gonna have so. it's gonna have more staying power. It's gonna be around longer. People are gonna talk about it more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if From Software is smart and they are smart, they mm-hmm. probably realize that too. You know, I, so... I would like to think so. Anyways, I'm hanging on the last word there of of the, of uh, yes yesenori. I'm the hanging producer. on the last word of the of, the, of yesenori. Ogura in the interview where he says we would we we are we do want to talk about more details soon. Mm -hmm. So what are those details gonna be? Is it just gonna be yes, it is a PvP arena mode, here you go? Or is it gonna be like and we're doing this too? I don't know, but
1: I'm stoked. I'd be cool with the same system as Elden Ring, honestly. You get invaded by other thing, you know, co op, but then you're getting invaded by other fucking mechs like Jesus Christ.
0: I guess that theoretically could work. I don't know. I mean, well, the pro- I, I mean,
1: it's just a repeat of what they did most recently, but I'm just yeah. saying I would be down with that even.
0: Yeah, I'm totally with you. I mean, one of the reasons why their multiplayer is so successful, one of the el- really elegant things about it is the fact that it's kind of, it's almost like they bake in Hunt Showdown PvP in your regular single player game.
1: A little bit. Does that make sense? A little bit.
0: I know that's a weird thing to say, but like, you, you see where I'm coming from here, right? Yeah, for the most
1: part, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's not like, Hunt is really its own thing, you know, sort of the same with, like, Tarkov and stuff. Like, they're fucking special. But it's... uh...
0: I mean, what's truly unique about Hunt Showdown to me is the integration of, like, story and regular gameplay with other players trying to kill you. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, it's the marriage of these two things. Mm -hmm. And in a way, Elden Ring's multiplayer is a similar marriage of these two things. I hear you. You know what I mean? I hear you. Anyways, and like, to me, that's that's what makes Hunt truly special, and... I think that's part of what makes these games truly really special. Too. No. Um, anyways, so... Yeah, I mean, it's like you're not crazy. Like, something like that could work. The problem with Armored Core, though, is that the levels are very small. Mm. Right? So it's not exactly a giant, wide-open... I mean, they tend to be... They, they can be quite big, but they're still, like, levels designed to be played in, like, an hour or less kind
1: of thing.
2: Right. You know?
0: Um, That doesn't mean that you couldn't be invaded in them. I don't know. You yeah, know well, I mean, either way. Like... Or
1: as a boss, or whatever. Like, fuck, I, I don't know. I Anything.
0: would. I would be deeply surprised to see them release this as sort of like, I mean, to see them have a PVP mode. So clearly, so they have the networking down right. They've got, I mean, they already know multiplayer networking from mm. Elden Ring, and to not uh, include some sort of extra stuff with that, it just feels so. I would be surprised. Yep. You know. That said, I'm getting this game 100% either way. Fair enough, um, yeah. This is the other thing I'm most excited about this year, other than Dead Island. Yeah. Uh, so can't fucking wait.
1: Pretty good. Pretty good.
0: Anyways, um, yeah, very excited. Maybe we'll hear more about it soon, hopefully. And if not, I'm okay with that because from software, I Dude, like the I way they do things.
1: Man. I just trust them. I just like them. I got a crush on them. Fuck, I don't know.
0: I want to take them on a
2: date. Dude.
0: I mean, good. I would love to romance uh, romance Miyazaki, have a, you know, have have a little sit down dinner with him and pick his brain over like all these like ridiculous things he puts in his games.
1: Oh, I wasn't going that far. I was just saying like, fuck, I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, they're amazing. They're I amazing. I have faith in this company. Yeah. Yeah, More it, than any other company.
0: It's really nice to be able to have faith in someone.
1: Well, you know, yeah, like. I mean, shit, I, yeah, I can't think yeah. of another company that I have this much faith in.
0: For sure, for sure. I'll I'll drop this as a little tiny side note before we move on. Uh, but I also much wanted to note that Elden Ring creator Hidetaka Miyazaki. I'm getting this headline off IGN. Mm-hmm. Has been named amongst Time's most 100 influential people of 2023, which That's is phenomenal, kind of awesome. He's actually only the second ever uh, video game related person to be named as a uh, most Whoa. influential. The only other one is Shigeru Miyamoto for uh, Mario. Okay. Yeah. He's the creator of Mario, Zelda, a bunch of things like well, that. Well, then that makes sense. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's amazing. <laughs> that's huge. Um, and you know, if you, if you're curious about that, you can actually go check out the, the time nomination itself. There's like a little, I want to say a little piece by, is it, yeah, Neil Druckmann from Naughty Dog handles a little, uh, little blurb about Miyazaki that's really nice. So, you know, go check it out if you're interested, but. They're just man. I mean, I couldn't be. It's like it's Capcom and from Software. These are the co- two companies that I am like the most excited about. Yeah. Th- that I respect the most right now. Fair you enough. Know? They do the most consistently good stuff. They're very very different, but like absolutely. They're just great companies. Yeah. And it's uh, it's so nice to see companies just be really good sometimes.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: like I kind of feel like from Software and to a lesser point perhaps Capcom they're sort of the Nintendo that I don't have anymore in the sense of Nintendo at one point in time they were really the kings of the the video game world you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like they did the quality stuff always on time always reliable you know Mm like all this kind of anyways so that's it for that Uh, we we will see when Armagor comes out super
2: exciting August 25th August 25th I'm
1: betting on it
0: Now that the elephants out of the room with Armin Core. We can move on to the other news. Teague, mm-hmm. uh, that was uh, that was certainly a big one though. Number two, Sony acquires AAA multiplayer developer Firewalk Studios. Uh, I'm getting this off IGN. Another multiplayer-focused studio joins PlayStation. There's also just a, an official PlayStation blog announcement that you can check out. Uh, Firewalk Studios has a lot to say about um, their collaboration with Sony. I'll read a little quote from the IGN article here. PlayStation announced that it has acquired Firewalk Studios, and that the studio is still hard at work on its first original AAA multiplayer game. Uh, I think it's very interesting to note that they say AAA multiplayer game and not AAA multiplayer FPS, mm. which is what you would think. Uh, this comes after PlayStation and Firewalk Studios announced back in 2021 they had formed a partnership to publish the aforementioned multiplayer game. Here's a quote from uh, studio head Tony Su and game director Ryan Ellis. This is off the PlayStation blog article where they write a, a sort of a big like um, welcome to the family letter kind of right thing. right. You know what I mean? Building a new studio at scale has been an incredibly exhilarating and relentlessly daunting task. Uh, Fortunately, we have been supported by great partners throughout," explains studio head Tony Zhu and game director Ryan Ellis. Probably Monsters helped turbocharge us in setting up the studio, and Sony has been supporting our project and our creative vision from the beginning. They continue, Today we're taking the next natural step in joining PlayStation Studios. We've worked closely with Herman and the very talented team at PlayStation for years, helping to make our new game even better. To join PlayStation Studios is to formally become part of a family that has produced many of the most storied games of our age, and we are honored. IGN notes Firewalk Studios was founded in 2018 as part of Probably Monsters, which was itself founded by former Bungie CEO Harold Ryan. This is only the first news article that we'll talk about uh, at the moment that also features Bungie. There's Mm. a lot of Bungie-related stuff going on. Which was itself founded by former Bungie CEO Harold Ryan. It is the latest studio to join the PlayStation portfolio. In particular, Firewalk Studios is another studio that is focusing on developing a multiplayer game, which is a direction the PlayStation is more frequently headed. PlayStation recently acquired Haven Studios, which is also creating its own multiplayer IP, as well as Bungie, who is working on a character-focused multiplayer game, as well as its ongoing work on Destiny 2. So, um, there's a lot of Bungie mm-hmm. at PlayStation now, <laughs> which okay. is really, really interesting. Um, I mean, Bungie is an extremely talented company that have produced some of the best games. Right. I mean, they're, they're Halo, they're Destiny, they are actually a lot of other stuff too. There's, I mean, if Joel listens to the show, which I assume he will, there's, is it... Not Marathon, which is another game that Bungie made. That's like a first-person shooter sci-fi game they made on PC a long time ago. Okay. But they actually, sh- I think they started, I could be getting this wrong, but I'm pretty sure they started with Myth. Hmm. Myth, I remember Myth. Do you? Mm-hmm. That was a neat game. Yeah, Myth was a top-down real-time strategy game where it's like, I don't think you could produce units. Oh, no. Unlike Command & Conquer. Not my bad. Oh, okay. I was
1: thinking The Mist.
0: Oh no, that was kind of cool too. That was way like, old. Though, just missed. Right? Missed. Yeah yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, just missed. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That's why they <laughs> fucked me up. Myth and yeah.
0: They're around the same time, right? Like Myth, the RTS game by Bungie, is around the same time as Myst. Okay, okay, and that yeah. was
1: like fucking late 90s early 2000s
0: it's a long time i'm not sure but it's, yeah that that's sounds about right though. it was it was um but yeah myth was what they started with which was a real-time strategy game which they didn't really go back too much although i assume they had something to do with um the making of that halo the halo tactics game i want to is it called halo wars yeah they did work on halo wars uh, that, I mean, that might have been fully subcontracted, out, I'm not sure, mm. but Halo Wars is an RTS game with Halo characters, okay. which actually sounded pretty cool. I mean, I never tried it, but mm. if I had had an Xbox at the right time, I think I would have, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so Firewalk Studios has joined the fold of PlayStation. I think this is really fascinating because, to me, they're... Clu- I mean, first of all, the talent with the studio, so much ex-Bungie talent. I mean, and Bungie works on FPS stuff, usually, well, these days at least, like, a lot of Halo talent, a lot of Destiny talent, and there's all this stuff with the Activision Blizzard acquisition, right, mm. by Microsoft. And there's a whole lot of, like, you know, they're fighting with each other, Sony and Microsoft, in terms of, like, we need Call of Duty, you know, you can't have this partnership because yeah. Call of Duty is too important for the industry, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's kind of fascinating that what looks like is is being incubated here is, like, a lot of new i mean eventually like who knows when this stuff will come to fruition but a lot of new multiplayer ip that could be sort of like things that can compete with call of duty mm-hmm. you know what i mean we'll so see. i yeah i mean i feel like their head's in the right in the, in the right place in terms of like okay we need to start future proofing like if and when call of duty stops being on playstation we need to have something yeah right and i mean they acquired bungie a little while back right which is amazing and like i think also a very very smart move But they also said that, I think mostly for PR purposes, they also said that Destiny is not going to go just on PlayStation. Right. You know what I mean? But it still could someday. Right. Right? And it's like, if the day comes where they ever do want to fully sort of separate and, you know, cordon off, like, okay, these are our games, those are your games, Mm -hmm. at least, you know, they're going to be more prepared for that than when they were today. Right. Right. Um, Or when they were before they acquired the studio. So I feel like it's an interesting move and i am really curious to see what you know multiplayer triple a game they have in the pipelines mm-hmm. which could be fascinating i don't yeah.
2: know could be
0: also whether or not it'll be uh, console exclusive to PlayStation we don't know, no you know? Clue. Um, anyways I think that it's fascinating that they have so much Bungie with them mm-hmm. not just in terms of the actual company which they purchased but so many other Bungie employees right. that are in other studios like also bringing them into the fold I just think it's it's really fascinating and maybe we're seeing a little bit behind the scenes into like what's going on into sort of you know what's the what's the expression how the sausage is made kind of okay. you know what I mean and, like what their plans are for like okay how are we coping with like the next 10 20 mm-hmm. you know 30 years you know I'm, and I'm curious to see what they produce for yeah. sure but uh, moving on to number three former Bungie director Joseph Statton reveals his next studio in other Bungie news former Bungie director Joseph Statton reveals next studio I got this off IGN from Bungie to Microsoft to Netflix uh, Joseph Statton one of the original architects of Halo who came in late in Halo Infinite's development process to help land that very important plane for Microsoft has joined Netflix as the creative director of Netflix games he's building a new A multi-platform game and original IP and here's a quote from Mr. Statton himself. In my work life, there's nothing I love more than collaborating with others to build worlds filled with iconic characters, deep mysteries and endless adventures, Statton told IGN. So today I'm thrilled to announce that I've joined Netflix games as creative director for a brand new AAA multi-platform game and original IP, let's go, exclamation point. This comes after Staten first shifted back to the Xbox publishing role he'd been at prior to joining 343 Studios as Halo Infinite's creative director, following the recent shakeup at the Halo Development Studio, and then recently left Microsoft altogether. We now know it was to join Netflix, who has been quietly building up its game development arm, acquiring talented developers, that's a little arguable, like Oxenfree developer Night School Studio, they are talented, uh, and several other minor Canadian studios Hmm. that are, I mean, they make... Stu- like perfectly fine stuff. Right. They're just not sort of like um, Firewalk Studios. Right. They're not. Uh, I don't know. You know like a Naughty Dog. You know, like they're not like big guys like that. They're Canadian. Yeah. Well, they're. I mean, they've just been inquiring small like cell phone type games. Yeah, yeah, You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Um, Night uh, Night School Studio is kind of the biggest one before this. The Oxenfree guys. That game is respected and cool. Um, but this is. Interesting. Because Mm -hmm. this this is now bigger than that, right? Statton was a grizzled agent at Bungie, quote-unquote, meaning he'd been in the studio for an incredibly long time. In that time, he wrote the original Halo trilogy and directed Halo 3 ODST. He was the original narrative director on Destiny before he left Bungie to join join Microsoft in 2013. Also very, very interesting. Um, I saluted his accomplishments with the franchise in last week's Unlocked column. Notes editor Ryan McCaffrey, um, who I believe is the host of uh, Podcast Unlocked on IGN, Um, And also quite a good uh, journalist. But, yeah, that's all there is to say. I mean, it's just, I really find it fascinating how much Bungie stuff is happening. Yeah, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. I mean, and it seems like, you know, the talent just sort of, like, doesn't stop with Bungie. And the fact that this particular gentleman, Mr. Statton, has worked on, I mean, one of the original artifacts of... uh, Sorry, one of the original architects of the original Halo trilogy and Halo Infinite and narrative director at, at, on destiny it's pretty big credits mm-hmm. so this is crazy because this is the first thing we've heard about Netflix games the, the sort of like an actual real push into like real gaming market right market right things, not cell I mean? phone shit or whatever yeah i mean and oxen free you know they're not cell phone shit but they're also they're an indie game that's very niche mm-hmm. you know it's, re- it's extremely respected but it's very niche Um, and Halo is not niche at all. (laughs) Halo and Destiny are the complete opposite of that. Yep. So this is the first concrete thing we've seen about Netflix games, how it's actually shaping up, and, I mean, while we still don't know, I mean, he stated he's working on a AAA, what is it, a AAA multiplayer game? Yeah, a AAA multi-platform game and original IP. That's all we know. There's also, you know, there's Netflix trying to work on that, um, if you could help me with the name of that zombie, it's like, is it a Korean zombie TV show?
1: 20%.
0: No, the other one, it's set in the Feudal Times. Oh. It's maybe uh, not Korean. I, I don't know. Oh, it's
1: like a Kibari or something? Yeah, it's like
0: zombies, but in like ancient China or something? Or...
1: Oh, wait, no, okay, I'm thinking of something else. What it, the um... heck
0: is that? I, I've been told about this a lot by my friend Mike. Oh, the, the, okay, no, I'm... no,
1: sorry, the Korean one The f- um is uh, Kingdom. Yeah, Kingdom. It's a manga.
0: Yeah, you remember how we had those news articles about... Okay, they're making a game based on Kingdom. We saw a little bit of gameplay. I do remember this. That's the only concrete thing we've seen of them working on something that's not really a cell phone game or an indie game. That looks like a big production. Mm -hmm. What remains to be seen is, I still think, unless I'm mistaken, we don't know what Kingdom is coming out on. No. Because Netflix has their game service now, right? Yeah. That has the sort of cell phone games on the account, like yeah, on the so subscription it's like, service. What
1: do you play with your like TV remote or what? I guess
0: I don't. I mean, it's it's so far beyond, It's just not in the realm of the stuff. Like why I play games. You no. Know what I mean? no, 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 no. But to date, we've only seen that. We've seen Kingdom announced. We don't know what it's coming out for. So is like, is that going to go to their service? Is that just going to go on consoles but be produced by Netflix the same way they do Netflix original series on the? You know mm. what I mean? And then this thing explicitly says multi-platform, implying that it will be, um, you know, a big PlayStation, Microsoft, yeah, yeah, maybe Nintendo. Who knows? I mean, probably not, but you know, PC, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. So that's interesting. hmm And I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's sort of it makes me wonder if what they're thinking is really to lean away from, like, are they just going to drop the silly games on the subscription service thing? I mean, <laughs> no clue, man. Yeah, it's a coin toss. Anyways, um... We will see. It's the first, if I could say, big dick move to play sta- that uh, Netflix has made, right? Yeah. I mean, they've done, like, they've made ground and they've made statements and stuff before, but they've never sort of done something really huge, like, okay, now we acquired this extremely major, you know, with Chop's developer, mm-hmm. and he's worked on blah, 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 and he's making a triple-A multi-platform game that's original IP. It's going to come out on everything. It's pretty huge. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. Do, you think they can, do, you, do you think that they can make any success in the
1: personally i don't netflix know netflix and gaming what's gonna happen i'm kind of saying I, I i'm i say fuck netflix personally really i hate netflix i think it's i the really like that shit in the fucking world what, what bothers you so much about it? the screen saving shit or not screen saving sorry screen sharing where they just jack the prices for people that shared accounts whatever when their previous fuck they had mar- that... they had a marketing thing where it was sharing your password is loving <laughs> this was actually a fucking ad they ran. A long time ago. Sure. And then now they're just like, oh, no.
0: Well, I could very much understand your frustration over that specific thing.
1: Well, and the fact that the price has just been going up consistently, yeah. and they produce nothing but absolute trash. I disagree. Like all the Netflix originals? Um, like, what?
0: I disagree they produce nothing but absolute trash. What did you like? But, I mean, I can't... Like, I'm have talking to, from Netflix I really have studios. to look...
1: I'm talking like Netflix studios. Does it have to
0: be, like, in the last year? I'm sure there's stuff... Beef is amazing, dude. It's amazing. I haven't seen Beef yet. Is that it's a Netflix amazing. production? Yeah. 100%? I mean... Because they say original on I stuff that isn't check, produced but... by
1: them. Like, they did that with Trailer Park Boys. They said Netflix original. They had yeah, nothing but just, to do with Which means money.
0: that they fully funded the...
1: What I mean, though, is, like, they have their own studios and shit. Uh, so I'm talking, like, Punisher. Sure. Like, Punisher had its moments... Had its moments, Iron Fist, I Jessica Jones, yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking the, I, the...
0: The only one I liked was Daredevil, season
1: one. Yeah. All of them are like fucking whatever. <laughs> whatever. All I'm saying is fuck Netflix, I don't give a shit.
0: Let's bring it back to games. Yeah, all right. So Netflix games... Fuck them. <laughs> Fair. Uh, moving on to the rapid fight? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Number one. Dredge, official accolades trailer, April 24th. Um, this is basically just all a lot of really tiny game show notes, pretty mm. much. I you look you look like you look like I, looked I up can't dredge. fucking talk, man. I you look like dredge. you have something to say. I looked up. Do you dredge. want to go ahead, T? No, no, no. It's Do you all good, want to man. Lead? No, Do you no, want to this lead is
1: us? this this the next one, the fucking <laughs> one after the next one after uh, actually Marauders.
0: Marauders gotta be up here, Marauders man. and Superland. Yeah. Those
1: two, okay, okay. I got something to say. The rest. I can't say anything nice, so I'm going to say nothing at all.
0: That's totally fair. That's totally fair. Listen, <laughs> the only reason why I bring up Dredge is I actually don't think it looks... I mean, I'm not that interested in playing it personally. I'm a very... I'm an art guy, hmm. you know, and the art style doesn't really do it for me, which usually I need that in an indie game for me to... In yeah, yeah. order for, for me to get my attention, you know? I got you. But what I can say about Dredge is that... I mean, this Accolades trailer, trailer is kind of interesting because it's just... It's showing all the, like, you know, 4.5 on 5, you know, mm-hmm. 9 on 10 here... It really is getting a lot of pretty good, pretty decent critical success. Right. And I know two separate friends on my friend list that I know personally are really into it. Right. In particular, my, my buddy Matt was talking about it a lot in our group thread. He's, he's one of the Regrowth Roughnecks. Uh, and he was just saying, I mean, he's, he's... First, my friend Sheldon got into it, and then Matt got into it. He says it's really good. He's playing it a lot. Um,
1: well, having people vouch for something, too, that you actually know makes a huge fucking difference.
0: I'm just like, uh, this game, to me, was so out of left field, and so I dismissed it when I when I first saw that it came out, that I was just shocked to see people, like, I'm like, where are they getting, you know, mm-hmm. like, how is it getting around? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because the game looks so, I mean, just kind of, t- in, my, in my opinion, a little average on the outside, you know, um, like, not stand out for me, I was just sort of, like, impressed that they found it. You know, and I don't know. I mean, to me, that says something that like both of them bought the game pretty, pretty much because it didn't come out very long ago, like at launch ish and are both kind of pretty into it. I'm like, that's interesting. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, it's it's a Lovecraftian fishing game. right? Right. Which is really, really fucking weird. Super. Lovecraftian fishing survival game, I guess, you know, where you like sort of like. As your fishing simulation goes across time, you slowly start to un- uncover the, like, weird Lovecraftian secrets lying beneath the seas in this, like, small town or something. Mm. It's weird, mm-hmm. you know? But I just... I thought it was fascinating that a lot of people are playing it, and it is getting really good critical success, so I, I thought that was worth noting.
1: I'm worth mentioned. That's
0: yeah. all I have to say. Yeah. Moving on to number two, Outer Terror launch trailer. This game is fucking weird. Did you see this one? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Tell me, what does Outer Terror look like to you? I mean... Not let me, let me be specific. I don't mean the quality. If you could describe no. what type of thing it is,
1: oh dude, I don't even know. Um, PS, fucking one old. Oh,
0: Help someone understand the game who is dude. from a perspective of someone excited to. You can't. You can't do it. I can't. Man. I can't <laughs> say. It. I, I, okay. Well, I, I
1: I don't even know what to compare it to. Honestly. It's okay. It's okay. I don't.
0: I don't either. And to me, that's part of the appeal here. Is it like this game looks. I'm not even saying this looks that good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it just looks really, really, really weird. And the trailer has, like, like you know, this sort it's of, like... Old-timey Grindhouse s- style. Yeah, old-timey Grindhouse feel. Quentin it's, Tarantino. That's Quentin Tarantino. Thank you, Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. From what I can tell, like, I mean, I, I do think there's some interesting art style at play here. Like, this grabs me a lot more than uh, The Dragon actual Stars, gameplay? For example. Oh, okay, yeah. No, both of them. I mean, because just the, the characters here, they look really weird. Like, it's not just low-budget pixel art, you know what I mean? Like, it kind of... I mean, coincidentally, it probably is low-budget pixel art, but it doesn't just have that sort of really simple...
1: It's got a... I don't know, man. But, like, the... Yeah, I don't know about it, man. I personally... I just...
0: I understand what you mean. I mean, this is by Vox Pop Games. This game is clearly very small. It's called Outer Terror. They're a New York-based developer. It's not currently coming out on consoles. It's for Steam and Epic Game Store. And, again, Vox Pop Games, New York-based... What I feel like this is, when I look at it, is um, Vampire Survivors, you know, the game that was, like, really, really, really hugely successful on Steam. It's a game where you have a character in the middle of the screen, and he constantly shoots bullets. Okay. You don't control okay. the bullets at all. There's an m- infinite waves of enemies, right? All you do is move the guy up, down, left, right. Like, you move him. Mm-hmm. That's it. And he just shoots all the time by himself. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing you change is, like, you can pick up power-ups, and you can, like, pick your power-up of three at the end of the level kind of thing.
1: Sort of like those old spaceship games where yeah. it's just, you know, up and down. And yeah. Time, like,
0: know? it's not that different from Asteroids. No. You know what no. I mean? Uh, or Space Invaders, whatever. It's whatever you know what it mean? was. Like, I don't even remember. But. Yeah, totally. Yara's Revenge, even. But anyway, that was an Atari game. But, um, yeah, it looks like Vampire Survivors, if someone did a weird, gritty, like, sort of dark horror take on that.
2: Hmm.
1: Looks like absolute dog shit to me, but but I
0: understand what you mean. Yeah, I just think it looks weird and different, and I'm not saying it looks any good, but I, I kind of dig what they're going for from the trailer here. Fair enough. You know, and it's sort of like, I find it interesting that I feel like this is the first, it's the first game we're seeing sort of, I mean, maybe it's coincidence, but we're seeing capitalize on the success of Vampire Survivors hmm. and take that sort of, because it looks like Vampire Survivors crossed with like, I don't know, Smash TV or something in terms of like the sort of the art, the art feel, the grind weird grindhouse yeah. art feel. But I I just think it looked weird. I don't know. Yeah, no, it definitely does. All I can say is when I saw the trailer, I was like, that's fucking strange. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, like, do do I even think it's any good? Probably not, but it's super weird, and I, I thought that was worth noting. So, moving on to number three, Marauders, official United Allies update trailer. New trailer for Marauders. This is, I think, still technically in early access. We
1: haven't talked about this game in a long time. We forgot the name of it last time.
0: We did. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah, I can't believe we uh, we did that. We tried so hard to remember. Dude, it, it
1: was so, and there were such stupid guesses. You know, like,
0: we even went down like a Google rabbit hole so. too. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I even found it that session. Nope. You know what I mean. <laughs> but nope. um, I just wanted to talk about Murados because it's a game that we both think looks really cool mm-hmm. that we haven't brought up in a long time.
1: That's right.
0: The game is still there. I mean, the update trailer itself. I mean, listen, I just see mar- cool Marauders gameplay. Like, Marauders is, you know, weird... What would you call it? Like
1: Hunt. Hunt in space.
0: Sci-fi hunt showdown?
1: Sort of, yeah. I guess. I mean, fuck, I don't know. But, cause it's like still scrappy got... sci-fi bounty hunter hunt showdown? Yeah, almost like fucking... I don't... Yeah, like... Uh, I can't think of any comparison, but scrappy old. Yeah. Feels like sci-fi, but like old like old yeah. tech almost yeah yeah yeah, yeah and no like, totally similar to Fallout it's got like a gritty feel sense, to it not Fallout no. Like more like oh fuck What's the one I'm thinking of it wasn't Fallout because uh, Fallout had some pretty fancy new shit
2: mm-hmm. no uh, but it had old timey
0: stuff Metro. too yeah Metro yeah that's not a bad Metro uh, they're the fucking artistically yeah weird
1: yeah. you know sci-fi but like like Scrappy. occasionally
0: makeshift type mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. makeshift homemade weapons stuff, jury-rigged homemade
1: duct tape on your fucking gas mask yeah you know? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah so in marauders is um you know it's in space it's pvp uh, it's kind of like hunt showdown but it's like you you raid like sci-fi settlements or something or sci-fi space ships, stations yeah. and then you have to like boogie out with the loot mm-hmm. right like and then but there's also dogfighting
1: mm-hmm. it looks so weird it just looks interesting to me.
0: It looks really interesting, and I, I just want to continually bring Marauders up because it's a game that I've always had my eyes on from the beginning. I always thought it looked really, really cool. I still can't believe it's not announced for consoles, and I I really think that it will inevitably be announced for consoles. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I, I look at this and I'm like, that's a perfect console game. I mean, just yeah. like Hunt, Hunt Showdown, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, this is perfectly suited to console. I think it would go over really well. And it's like, I think Hunt Showdown needs more games like it.
1: Yeah, but the the problem like Hunt on PS4 was not the best, you know. Um, PS5, but I've heard really it's really just performance, significantly better. right? Yeah, but it changes the whole game. Um, like I hear you. I hear you. Shooting actually works properly on a PS5. It's like melee is still your best bet on PS4 a lot of the time. Yeah, like uh, because again, just the the junkiness of it.
0: As far as I'm concerned, but no, it was a PC
1: game first. Totally, totally. Right, so that's where it would have run the smoothest.
0: When you talk about just performance issues, I always see that as a like that doesn't interrupt me from appreciating what the game's trying to do. No, even if in, in, in implementation it may not work super well, it's like
1: But it does on other in other like other consoles. Totally,
0: totally. But what I'm excited about here with Marauders is really just the fact that people are trying things like Hunt Showdown. Yeah, no, I hear you. In a way that does not tread on the feet of Hunt Showdown at all. No. Like, this could perfectly exist alongside it, and it could be just just one more really, really interesting, cool, multiplayer, different experience mm-hmm. that just really, you know, actually pushes things forwards in a direction that people haven't gone in before. Yeah. And yeah. that's cool. Or at least haven't gone in as well, or in this particular exact way. Uh, I
1: mean, you're just adding dogfights to it. and I mean, Jesus Christ. It's that's, really... That's a cool touch.
0: It's, it's, it's crazy.
1: You get shot down trying to get to the ship.
0: A lot of the times when I was playing Destiny, I would always think, because they'd have those cutscenes where the ship is flying, mm. and you pick the look of your ship and everything, and it's cool, but the look of your ship and everything, it's really just the loading screen mm-hmm. while you're going to a level. And so I've, I've heard so many Destiny fans always say the only thing we actually wanted on top of that was the ability to actually fight in the ship. Mm. And this feels a little bit like that. Yeah, You know what yep. I mean? Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool dimension. You're right. So, Marauders, it still exists. It's coming. One of these days, we'll get Maybe. a console port. <laughs> Moving on number four, Nintendo Indie World Showcase. I'll tackle this one. There's not much to say here. Uh, there was an Indie World Showcase of Nintendo April 19th. Uh, it's pretty cool if, if what you want to see is like a, a nice sizzle reel of like upcoming indie games from Nintendo. I've been consistently unimpressed with the majority of indie stuff lately, air quotes. So I didn't find too much to enjoy here. What I will say, though, is that if you remember Animal Well... Really, that game that we talked about a lot? Animal Well is a game that I'm unbelievably excited to play. Um, and there there is Animal Well footage in this in, in Indie World showcase that was never shown before. Okay. Including, uh, there's a, a really short interview with the developer of the game where he talks about the fact that he's been working on it for five years. It's a solo project. You know, like, he, he's really happy about it. He hopes you enjoy it too. Blah, 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 blah. It's really, it's I mean, it's nice to hear from him, but it's really just, it's fascinating for me to see new gameplay footage because we've had very small footage clips before, and this showed like you know the character like picking up items and like mm-hmm. you know using items in different places and stuff. Does this art style not look? I mean, the graphics are, like they they're really well. Like I don't know if you can see, but it's like the
1: water, the fucking ugly like, things, the... and
0: the 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 you can see through everything. And like I, to me, there really is a a really impressive art style art, art style on display here. But mm. I mean, I I know it's like it's pixel art, but yeah. um. It's really, really well designed. I mean, Anyways. if you're into
1: that kind of stuff, you might absolutely, you know. I, yeah,
0: yeah. I think, I mean, I find the art style of Ab- Animal Well incredibly captivating. Um, and we haven't gotten sort of extended gameplay footage that really shows a lot about what the game's like yet. Mm-hmm. And there's actually, there's um, there's a narrator too uh, with this, which is a little obnoxious. I kind of wish like maybe the game director was doing it. But regardless, that aside, the narrator uh, talks about a lot of the gameplay elements that actually haven't been discussed before. Mm. So there's a lot of new information for Animal, Animal Well here. And I really, I've dev- you can just kind of take my word for it, I've devoured anything I could find about Animal Well. There's not that much stuff out there. Mm-hmm. There's, like, some interviews with the guy making it, which are fascinating, but they haven't, there hasn't been a new one in, like, several years, I feel like, kind of thing. Okay. So I just thought it was really cool to find more details about that. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, the game's only coming in 2024, uh, but it's one of those, like... To me, Animal Well looks like one of those amazing indie games that, like, in certain cases, I might wait five... It's like... I'm always waiting five to ten years for the next indie game that's going to completely captivate my imagination and like emotions mm-hmm. the same way some have done before. Yeah, you know, right. like Hollow Knight, like Fez, these kinds of things. Like, and this might be one of those. Right, right. So that, that's why I'm stoked about it. Um, other than that, it's a lot of indie games. I didn't find anything stand out, but listen, uh, there's a there's a cool showcase. If you want to if you want to check it out, go check it out. Um, pay attention to Animal Well animal just because it's you know.
1: Looks interesting. Both
0: PlayStation and uh, Nintendo are making a big deal out of it, which I feel like is—I'm happy for the creator, but uh, that's uh, that—it's—it's it's an interesting project. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Moving on, number four: Hunt the Night review scores on PC up on Metacritic. Real quick shout out to Hunt the Night. We discussed this last episode. I just was excited because last episode, the reviews were coming out in like a day. Right. I think it was Here releasing that day. Hunt the Night is officially announced for consoles. Uh, the release date is unknown at the moment, but it's coming out on PC. And I just wanted to say that the game does have really solid, It's it, well... This is a really niche indie game, right? Mm-hmm. That will only appeal to people who like this kind of thing. It really fucking appeals to me. Really? And, and also, this is the one that also has the Secret of Man Composer working with uh, with them, okay. which is super cool. Yeah. Uh, it's just like some some 16-bit era cachet. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hunt the Night looks amazing. Uh, there's 10 critic reviews on Metacritic. It got an 81 out of those reviews. I think that's really good. Right. Everything I've read from these reviews sounds really cool. I can't wait for this to come out on console. And I just want to put Hunt the Night, a really small game. It's kind of like... I mean, it's, it's actually, it's sort of not that surprising that Secret of Mana composer is working on it. It kind of looks a little bit like, um, it's like half Zelda, half Secret of Mana. So it's like an action RPG with a lot of fighting and like, yeah, I mean, kind of, you know, it's not that far from Secret of Mana. It's like—it's right. a modern game, but, uh, so if you like that kind of thing, I just want to keep that game on people's radar because I think it looks really, really fantastic. Yes. Moving on to number six, Aliens Dark Descent puts you on an express elevator to Xenomorph Hell going down. Uh, which is one of the best uh, headlines I've read in a long time. Mm. But I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Aliens Dark Descent because we talked about it last time, but what didn't exist last time we discussed this was that IGN just has a really nice, they did like a hands-on with the game, and their editor, Will Will Borger, uh, does this really, really big in-depth breakdown of all the, playing of dark like what all the actual squad mechanics and like how the game feels hmm. like to go along with that new gameplay trailer we had okay. and i actually i gotta be honest i do i do think it sounds quite good hmm. you know i mean it is a squad based aliens game right so like you have to be into that mm-hmm. right? but if you're into that everything i read from this guy sounded really cool and like if anyone's curious about this dark descent game i would just recommend like go check out this hands-on preview because it's it's pretty in depth and like i gotta be honest like it really if nothing, I mean, it, it did nothing other than make me think a little bit more highly of the game that really came out of nowhere. And I was just like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm shocked that I am sort of caring about an, an Aliens tactical squad-based game.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah.
0: Top-down tactical squad-based is sort of like...
1: It looks good. If you're into that, I am not.
0: That's okay. That's okay. But if you are into it, go check out this preview. Super cool. Yeah. And moving on, last but not least, number seven, Sunken Land official gameplay trailer. Teague? It's all yours.
1: Look dope as fuck. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about the game.
1: Uh, well, what are we looking at here? I, I'm not even 100%, but from what I saw, it looked like some sort of Conan-ish water world. Yep. Um, survival building, rating. Yep. In a water world.
0: It looks appropriately janky. Oh. Right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, it's more the idea that I'm down with. Yeah, um, yeah. And... and from what I saw it looks okay but I don't trust anything this early you know
0: I mean to me it looks so kind of air quotes bad that I'm like I find this gameplay 100% believable (laughs) you know what I mean
1: yeah no but I don't know how well what I mean is I don't know how fun the actual game will be right you know so I, I can't really get behind it yeah 100% 100% yeah regardless of how good it looks or whatever but yeah. i like the idea of yeah. it, is what i'm saying yeah
0: i really feel like it i mean when i saw this trailer i was just i immediately thought of you because i was like it looks like totally just water world conan yep which is kind of oh. neat because that's actually a lot that hasn't been explored in conan right
1: yeah i mean the same there were stranded deep as well which was survival on the ocean there were there's been oh, a few yeah. there's been subnautica um, yeah, but that's, that's a, more survival. of that's, exploration. Yeah, game, no, that's right? not survival. Yeah, but yeah. Stranded Deep was survival. Mm. Never played it. Never really had any interest in it. There's no co-op. Um, don't sure. know if this will have co-op. It does. Then I it might actually be, uh, I might be into that 100%. It. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
0: It doesn't have PvP, mm-hmm. and I suspect they will add this later. Yeah, here's I'm just saying. You know. But uh co-op is one hundred percent like that that's that the game is a co-op game. Yeah. Perfect. Like it's uh that that's front and center in their marketing. I could so, fuck with this. I don't know. I mean I I thought it looked pretty interesting. Like mm-hmm. I mean I'm I'm really not generally that into these kind of games and this trailer you know, and I see a lot of games that kind of clearly are emulating Conan. And always just... Or sort of that just general
1: style.
2: Survival.
0: Yeah, just like survival with like some PvP elements, whatever. Um, this
1: also did seem first person only, right?
0: No, I believe it's both. Was it? I oh, mean, sure. let's check the footage real quick. They show both first and third.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah,
0: what it actually is more, you know what I mean? I can't tell. Mm-hmm. But they definitely see, look, like this is third. That's first person. Yeah, maybe they're just looking at the gameplay. Like maybe that's the gameplay I don't is first know, person. But, uh, but
1: just what seemed like... It, yeah. I, I don't know it just struck me as like very much like uh, well actually it's more similar to Rust honestly than Conan yeah, but also because fascinating... Rust is ghetto as fuck right like you're building these sort of
0: my thing with this though is that oh that's kind of that's like
1: a Fallout map
0: that's kind of neat mm-hmm. there's a lot of I mean honestly I think you need to see Sunken Land to believe it mm-hmm. just go check out the trailer I mean not sorry that makes it sound like it's something we've never seen before it's more than the combination of these elements of gameplay in exactly this manner Mm-hmm. is a little unique. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like you have shots of like first-person combat, stuff that looks like the forest, mixed with like, you know underwater exploration that looks like maybe Subnautica, mixed with base building that looks like Conan.
1: Rust. More rust.
0: Maybe more rust. Just yeah, I, d- I don't have of, a lot of experience with rust. That's well, why I'm not using that as a... Rust, in fact, chopper right.
1: is straight up for rust. Right. Um, and like... Like you
0: stuff, said, map elements from Fallout.
1: That's what it kind of... Yeah. Struck. Yes. I
0: feel like there's a lot of Fallout and influence And even here that too. screen,
1: that's Rust. Yeah. That's the Rust uh, menu. Okay, The building looks like it's Rust as interesting. well. Interesting. Yeah, is it the same fucking people as Rust actually?
0: I want to say this is an unknown developer. Anyways, it looks here. cool as hell. It's interesting. It's really... Uh, I'm curious. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. It's currently only early access for PC. Mm-hmm. But again, I mean, like a lot of games these days, the line between PC and console is getting a lot blurrier than it used so to be. So was Hunt, so was Rust. Exactly. So was, every one so of was these Forest, Ark Conan. So was Conan? Yeah. There you go. So it was, was Ark.
1: Uh, yeah, before, though. Like, yeah. it came out quite a bit before yeah. it came out on console, I'm yeah. pretty sure.
0: But so, yeah. what I see in this trailer is very intriguing.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I'm curious, yeah. man. That's yeah. the most interesting game that we've talked about today. For to sure. Me.
0: Yeah, no, no. I mean, Armored Core? I still prefer this. Yeah, hey, I mean that's fair, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like there's something about the the just fucking around with buddies. Yeah,
0: and, and the, there's building. really you know you can't underestimate like in this sunken land trailer, there's so many different elements. They show undersea exploration. Like mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't want to like find. Crates of treasure at the bottom of the ocean. Dude, I'm That's terrified amazing. The water. Yeah, I'm it's terrified. so scary, but like, scares the shit out of me. yeah, I mean, me too, man. I'm I'm 100 with you. I couldn't play Echo of the Dolphin as a kid, which is a, <laughs> which is a 2D water game, because I'm because I'm scared of being that far. It's like you go to the bottom of the ocean, no terrifying. Thanks. No thanks. Yeah, so like they show them exploring for buried treasure. They show them building, uh, uh, you know, building bases on land. They show them raiding places that can't be players. So there must be some sort of like. You know, in, yeah, interesting-looking enemy combat.
1: They look like some cannibals too.
0: Some the cannibals, guys maybe. Guns, maybe guys with guns. Know if they were zombies, but they, so much they, stuff.
2: They, yeah, no, yeah. it looks cool, man.
0: It's just really—I don't know—it's a lot of elements yeah. in, 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 a, in a survival package, yeah. or, or just—I don't know. Yeah, but neat um, is a fascinating game. I'm
1: into it. Anyways, I'm very no, into it.
0: That's uh, that's. Listen, I mean, that's all we got for you this week. I mean, I hope you guys had something to enjoy. I know that I was certainly—I know I held back talking about Dead Island too extensively we're going to have gonna a big discussion yeah um but i mean i can't wait to play more dead island i'm really happy about how the game's doing we'll talk about this probably next time too but it's been selling pretty well which is great yeah i mean ac6 huge i i i'm, I'm super stoked to, i mean my my friend group is like really excited about armor core yeah i'm I mean, it's super soon. stoked it's really soon yeah. yeah and it looks amazing i mean that's a day one purchase for me no question yeah god i hope that they i just i'm praying there's just a little bit more multiplayer no we'll see just something we'll see just a little something but uh, anyways so that's all we've got for you hope you enjoyed the show and uh, I guess we'll see you next
1: time see you next time bye for now